Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Sklansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. And this week, we're going to have another baby. Woo! What a third one. Four, oh, third. Three. Third. Third. Yes. Oh. Third baby. Oh, the cat and, and the dog don't count as babies. I mean, cat's a big baby. I mean, sometimes <laughs> Bob could be a big baby. But no. No, 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 no. I don't even think they, well, they didn't have Snowball yet, I don't think. And uh, Santa's Little Helper obviously didn't come till a year after Maggie was born. Yeah. So, yeah, third baby. And... Uh, <laughs> We get to we get to travel back in time and see how uh, little Maggie came to be and um yeah yeah see uh see how things transpire see how Homer reacts to having a third kid I can't imagine having a third <laughs> kid I can't imagine having a second kid I like one kid one kid is uh enough I can't I, there was a guy when I was dropping my kid off at daycare this morning he had four kids I'm like hey. How much is this daycare bill costing you? And B, yeah. how the hell could you have four kids within five years? That's just Oof. that's just nuts. It's insane. I mean, one me. of the one of the guys I work with, he has five kids. Chase. Yeah. All right. He obviously has never heard of protection, and uh, neither is uh, neither is Homer apparently. I mean, it's well, they, the you know, you get excited, you, you get a, you get in the heat of the moment, you just forget, man. I guess. So this week we're going to be discussing season six, episode thirteen, and Maggie makes three. Yep. And uh, the air date was January twenty second, nineteen ninety five. And uh, the recap: Homer explains the story of Maggie's birth in somewhat graphic detail at one point. So yes, yeah. Also, I like to point out that while he explains it. Uh, and we're going to go into more detail. Uh, Omer's not a great narrator. <laughs> uh, but he's an but unreliable, funny. he's an unreliable narrator that, or what are you, what are you talking Simpsons, about? That what are you talking about? Simpsons... Marge was, Marge was like, yeah, it happened. No, 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 not that part, but there's some, either that or the animators forgot the other two stories. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely some uh, miscommunication, I think, going on. So, yeah. Well, we'll get over all. We'll go over all the miscommunications between artist and storyteller as we uh, yeah. discuss this episode. Um, yeah. The ch- chalkboard gag this week. Bagman, in quotes, is not a legitimate career <laughs> choice. So I'm assuming they were doing like a career day thing and. Kerbapple's like, Bart, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he said, yep. Bagman. <laughs> I mean, he does work for the mob at one point. Yeah. Yeah, So, I mean, I feel like he thought, hey, I could grow up to, <laughs> to be this. 
But yeah. uh but yeah. Um, but why would that co- get you in trouble? Was he pretending yeah, I don't to be know. a bag man? Was he pretending maybe, to be maybe one? Maybe he was and attempting. Like... Maybe he was attempting to be one. Like he's like, yeah. I want to be a bag man. This was a bag man does and throws Millhouse in a bag, <laughs> and sells him to the FBI. I don't know. Yeah, that's possible. We don't yeah. know. Bart is a kind of a nutty person. Yep. So uh, the couch gag this week: the living room is seen through the barrel of a gun. With the music typically heard in the James Bond film playing, and Homer walks in and fires his, you know, fake gun. Or did he have a real? Did he have a gun in his hand? I or was it kind of like finger gun? Okay, fires a gun, and you see the blood going down, and the the thing with that. I God, I feel like that, <laughs> that has to great. be one of my favorite couch gags The Simpsons has done. That that was great. Um, was James Bond pretty big in the the mid nineties? What, James what Bond's movie? been since the '60s. I mean, we are that. That was, I think, the start of Pierce Brosnan's Bond. Okay, and so that's why they probably brought it. But it, it, Bond's been classic. I mean, Roger Moore, Sean Connery, Billy Dalton, or Timothy Dalton. Um, I mean, Bond's been popular for several years. There's been so yeah. many incarnations of James Bond. But was so. there like was there a Bond film that came out in '95? Um. My guess would be GoldenEye would be the closest James Bond film that I could I could possibly possibly think of. Uh let's see here. Oh, yep, you're right, yeah. GoldenEye. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, obviously a new Bond enters the frame and they're like, "Hey, let's uh let's add this as a couch gig cuz Yeah. It's uh and coming actually, back. It looks like th- it looks like the, oh no, a license to kill was not Pierce Brosnan. No. And that was Timothy Dalton. Yep. Yeah, that was Timothy Dalton. Yep. Okay. Know your Bond history. Come on. Yeah, I have a friend who would be very upset with me. He absolutely loves Bond. Um. All right. So this week, the Simpsons are watching Knight Rider. <laughs> oh no, not Knight Rider. It's Knight Boat. The crime solving <laughs> boat, which is obviously yes. a Knight Rider reference. It's great. But Michael, there's a canal over there. Um, yeah, <laughs> there's always a canal a, or a peninsula or or, or an inlet or an inlet. <laughs> inlet. Uh, so uh, yeah, I love it. And then the episode, like, yeah, uh, Michael is the uh, the guy driving the boat, like Knight Rider, and uh, they're chasing. What was it? They were stealing clams. No, were they like starfish? Yeah, starfish. Yeah, some sort of and, starfish. Yeah. Um. So you know, Homer, Bart, and Lisa are all wa- uh, you know watching Night Boat, and Marge walks in holding Maggie. And Marge is like, "Okay, TV off. It's family time." Homer's like, "Oh, but Marge, it's Night Boat, a crime solving <laughs> boat." And Marge's like, "Homer, you promised one night." Of family time a week. Besides, that back talking boat sets a bad example. Bart's like, says you, woman. <laughs> yeah, Kit was always kind of a back talking car. Yeah. So, I mean, when we were growing up, I mean, we kind of hung out with our parents almost on a daily basis. I don't think we ever, I mean, well, I don't know I mean, if we, we didn't ever have, like, had family time. 
Yeah. I mean, I guess we did like games every once in a while. Like we'll play like Scrabble. But did Dad ever join into like Scrabble, Trouble, Sorry, Monopoly? Did he ever uh, jump in on any of that? I don't remember. I mean, we used to do puzzles with Mom as well. Yeah, but I, I don't know if Dad ever time. jumped into. Well, no, family times all the whole family. The fam- so family time would be going to sporting events for us. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I don't think Dad <laughs> jumped in on the the normal stuff. Now we had family yeah. time watching TV, but that doesn't count according to March. TV time is yeah. not family time. Yeah, well, I don't know. I I think I'd consider it family time because especially because we always watch Jeopardy every day. <laughs> yeah, and I, don't know. I knew usually one question as a kid because there was usually like one TV question. I'm like, oh, I know that. And everything yep. else. <laughs> oh, God. So, you know, March turns off the TV and she starts a timer saying, all right, it's, you know, we have one hour of family time starting now. And then they all just sit there quietly. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like depending on the family dynamic, that's what a lot of families would probably do. We would probably I, do that. I mean, this day and age with the screens and the video yeah. games and everything. I mean, obviously I still take, we, you know, we take our kid to the park, we take him out playing. Um, yeah. We do that sort of stuff. I mean, we do family time, go to the zoo. Um, yeah. Elliot, I mean, Elliot's only four, so he's not too much. His screen time is limited <laughs> to like 45 minutes for a show when he gets home from daycare and, you yeah. know, a little bit of tablet time before school. But his screen time is very, very minimal. That's probably a good thing. So, uh, so yeah, they just sit there kind of quietly and then all of a sudden you hear the timer like clicking really fast <laughs> and and it's Homer doing it. Marge's like, Homer, uh, the boy did it. Even though it's, you know, Homer's clearly holding the clock and Bart's like yep. 10 feet away. Oh, I use that all the time. Like I do something and Chase like, Steven, I'm like, Elliot did it. <laughs> yeah. Even though she could clearly see it was you. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Lisa then suggests to look at uh, a photo album. Um, and the first picture in the photo album is a picture <laughs> of TV with Nightboat. Aww. Uh, Nightboat. I remember 20 minutes ago when we were watching that. <laughs> yeah. And then the second picture is the TV next to a mirror to make it look like they had two TVs. Although, Wait, just okay, it really make in... it... What? Was this in, uh, was this in like, their, their bedroom? Because no, I feel was, like... I... A... No, it was in the living room with the mirror. They had like a hanging mirror that I think. Oh, they was it? To, I thought yeah. it looked like like one of those closet, you know, those mirror closets. Yeah. yeah, but those don't usually go all the way to the floor. Yeah, they do. Like, no, it's a closet door that's a mirror. Like, uh, I think our grandma had one of those. Did like, she? It's a closet door that's a full-on mirror. I've seen it. Oh. That's what it looked like to me. It looked like it was in Homer and Marge's bedroom with one of those closet mirror dealies. And it was up against that. No, I think it was in the living room and they just had a full length mirror that they stood up next to it. Oh, just to just to pretend they had two TVs? I guess. I mean we nice. had two TVs growing up. Yep. But but you know, one but it wasn't one TV next to a mirror to make it look like we had two. <laughs> yeah. But the other pictures in the photo album consist of baby Bart wearing nothing but a cowboy hat and boots riding Snowball One. So according to this they had Snowball 1 when Bart was a baby. 
Now, was Bart a baby baby? I'm trying to think. Was Bart a baby baby, or is he maybe two? Well, first of all, it doesn't matter how old Bart was. There's no way, as a baby, he's going to ride Snowball. Oh, that's what you're pulling out of this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it looked like he would have probably been like two or three in that picture. Which is okay. I think I think time-wise, it's okay. I mean, my cat's 15, so... Yeah. I mean, Lisa could call, even if Lisa isn't born yet, by eight, the cat might, I mean, let's say the cat's yeah. like two, three, the cat yeah. would still be only like 10, 11 yeah. by the time Lisa's eight years old. So I feel like time-wise, they could, ha- they could, Mark, I mean, hey, Homer and Marge had Bart, Bart maybe wanted yeah. a pet of some kind, so they got the cat. Okay, that's fair. Well, did they get the cat, or was it a stray cat they just took in, like, Santa's little <laughs> helper? Yeah, it's possible. Homer Homer has a uh, proclivity to pull in strays. Yeah. So then uh, another picture we see is Lisa next to a block fort she builds. And then following um, that, the fort after Bart knocks it down, Lisa is crying. Because, <laughs> you know, Bart's a jackass. Yep. Um, and then we see uh, various other pictures of Bart sleeping. Bart dozing. <laughs> Bart, after a visit from the Sandman... And Bart during nappy time, and oh, Bart all tuckered out. Yep. Basically, Marge likes taking pictures of Bart sleeping. Yeah. I don't feel like our mom has that many pictures of us anymore. I mean, there's, I don't know. I mean, when we go home, we can check it out. I mean, I'm guessing there's like four or five binders of photo albums down there. Because I remember us building them. I don't remember that. I guess maybe it was just me and mom. I remember I mean, bu- building them. I mean, I remember helping you do your Israel one, but that's not family pictures. No. <laughs> um, actually, no, or maybe it was mom's. Anyways, um, so, you know, Lisa asks, you know, why there are no pictures of Maggie, which if I were Lisa, I'd be like, why are there no pictures of me? Because there's just the, like the two of her Maybe but it was the of, Bart, maybe, but maybe, maybe Lisa accidentally grabbed the Bart book. Cause yeah, like, but that's then what, why that's would what she, I'm saying. But why would she ask, I think we had as, why as, would she, as kids, we've had, we have a me book and a you book and a family book. Yeah. But then why would she ask why there are no pictures of Maggie? I guess. Yeah. Like, and, uh, so she asked, you know, why there are no pictures of Maggie? And I was like, I'm glad you asked. Because it's a very interesting story, and the kids are like, "Oh my god, no! Here we Not go again. Sto- <laughs> Not another story." It's uh, almost like you know. It's funny about this. It reminds me of the you know the the Family Guy uh, Star Wars stuff. Yeah, because yeah, like, but they were it's trapped like fa- in the panic room. Well, no, no, no. One of them was power went out. Okay, I think one of them was panic room. But it remind that whole like. Uh oh, it's story time. Like we're <laughs> yeah. we're trapped here. Yeah, we're forced to do it. All right, let's tell a story. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, you know, Homer uh, sets the scene um, about uh, saying, uh, "Oh, Homer is like, oh, let me set the scene. It was two years prior where Bart was Lisa's age, and Lisa would was whatever Bart's age was <laughs> ages ago because he can't." He doesn't know how old Lisa is. Yeah, I know. She'd be six. So Maggie, Maggie was born 
pretty late. I mean, most families, I mean, you said you had your one, the one guy that, you know, takes his kids to daycare that Elliot goes to had like a kid every year. Yeah, pretty much. Like I, I didn't, I didn't know what the ages of them all were, but he had literally four kids jumping out of his vehicle. Unless he was carpooling. Let's, let's put it, let's put it this way. He could have could have been carpooling. That is definitely possible, but I, f- I don't know. I feel like most families, if you're going to have several kids, now obviously Maggie was unplanned. Well, all three of them were unplanned, but I feel like if you're going to like set in stone, okay, we're going to have kids. You usually have a time frame of like when you're going to have them. Like we're four years apart. And I think that's what our parents wanted. Yeah. So, so, I mean, that's, that's kind of the, the, I feel like the general, like, feel of most families that are, are planned is like your kids are about two to four years apart. Well, you know, I, I look at it like this and it's kind of silly, but obviously there's always the money aspect of it. Yeah, it yeah. Like, like if you're paying for daycare, you don't usually want to pay for two to three years of daycare with two kids in daycare. Yeah, Whereas if you have money. a sec, if, but, but if you have a second kid at four, yeah. That means you have one year of daycare usually left before they go yeah. to the kindergarten and then it's public schools. Yeah. And then you pay another round of daycare for the next, next one. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I, I don't understand the families that have like two to three kids at the same time in a daycare. God, Oof. that's just crazy. Unless, unless their daycare they're taking them to is cheap. Yep. And but so if you, unless you have a, unless you have a stay at home March and then it doesn't matter. That is true. Uh, I love how like, you know, Bart yawns. He's like, well, get the camera ready. saying like, get it, get ready to take another picture of me sleeping. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was. So uh, now Homer sets the scene for his story. He goes, listen carefully and my words will shape images as clear as any TV show. It was a tumultuous <laughs> time for our nation. The clear beverage craze gave us all a reason to live. Oh, that's Clear, right. Pe- Crystal Pepsi. Oh my God. Apparently Crystal Pepsi actually tasted fine. It it was because of like a marketing thing that kind of killed Crystal Pepsi. Oh, really? I don't know yeah. if you just heard. I don't know if you just heard, but Sprite's no longer going to be sold in the green bottles. So they're going to clear bottles. They've been selling Sprite in clear bottles for a while. I mean, not like Sprite Sprite, but I've seen... um. I think it was like Sprite Zero or something was in the clear bottle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, is uh, and then he continues like uh, the information superhighways showed the average person what some nerd thinks about Star Trek, and the domestication of the dog continued unabated. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do like I do like yeah I mean ninety five was I mean the internet obviously was yeah. around a little bit in the eighty like the the concept of the internet was around yes. in the eighties but uh, yeah I mean ninety five that was really I mean that yeah. was hard hitting time for but you know there wasn't a lot of stuff on the internet. So no. I love, I love the joke. Like the internet was there for nerds to bitch about things. Yeah. Well here, I'm going to say a phrase that most kids probably nowadays won't understand, but, uh, you needed to get off the phone to use the internet. Yep. God, those are some dark times. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Homer starts his story by saying he was at work and, the plant was overtaken by terrorists <laughs> and they captured Burns, Carl and Lenny who were tied up in Burns's office. 
and Homer, you know, who's like, I had to save him. I love how he, like, in the story, he, like, jumps, like, 20 feet into the air, into a vent. He yeah. jumps. And he, like, crawls through the vents, and uh, he gets he gets to the office and beats up the terrorist. He goes, Simpson 10, terrorist 8. Yeah, I was like, what? what? Does that mean he hit you? They hit you eight times? But or? it didn't even look like he got hit. No, but like okay. that. But that's always the, that. I mean, obviously, that's the joke to like yeah. Simpson 10, terrorist zero. Yeah. But, but I was like, eight. Was that Did kind they... of a, was that kind of a, was that just a reference to action movies, that whole scene? Or was they, yeah. were they going for like a diehard reference there? Um, With the vent? Maybe a little bit of both. Um, I was thinking when I was thinking the, the initial, uh, uh, terrorist coming in, I was thinking like red Dawn, it kind of okay. gave me that like red Dawn feel, okay. um, of everything. So I think that's a possibility. Okay. So then, you know, Marge yells at Homer to tell, or yeah, Marge yells at Homer to tell the story. Right. And he's yeah. like, fine. And like, so at the end of his terrorist ass kicking, he's like, doing like a Kung Fu thing with his hands or he's like rotating his arms over his head. Yeah. Uh, and that transitions into him being into the power plant, doing that in front of a fan, trying to cool himself off. And this is like the beginning of major inconsistencies with the story because, <laughs> because the office he is in is his safety inspector office. But yeah. He did not get safety inspector until after Maggie was born. Yep. Because we saw that in season one. So yeah. it's a little weird. So, but Homer's doing the thing in front of the fan. But what, wait, 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 quick question. What was his job before safety inspector? I think he was just like on the, on the line looking at nuclear waste. Oh, Okay. You don't think he had a office of some kind? No, I think he was just an average worker. Okay. All right. Because I don't know if we ever caught that. I don't know if that was ever. Because yeah. like the episode uh, Life in the Fast Lane, I think it's, yeah, where Life in the Fast Lane, where Marge yep. goes to the power plant, he's like got those gloves on and he's on like the conveyor belt shit. Yep. Yeah. And she taps him. So I think that's what his job was. So he's not going to need an office. Yeah, I guess not. And so, uh, uh, so Lenny and Carl are there and Carl's like, Homer, you should see a doctor. I don't think a healthy man can make that kind of smell. Yeah. (laughs) Gross. Oh yeah. What, what, what do you think? Well, I mean, he works at a power plant. Yeah. Of course he's going to smell a little bad. Yeah. Wait. So did he become a safety? Yeah. Homer became the safety inspector in Homer's odyssey, right? Uh, I believe so. Okay, so Life in the Fast Lane, though, happened after that episode. Like, Did several it? episodes. Yeah. So maybe as a safety inspector, he has to inspect nuclear waste and stuff. I don't know. It's I, I maybe think it's possible. I guess, so in Homer's Odyssey, I don't know, remember what his job title was. But, I mean, as safety inspector, you might have to go around the plant and make sure things are safe. But I don't know. I don't know. Unless uh, he was covering for someone. I can't quite think of it yeah yeah i think you're i think you're right um that's when homer yeah homer takes the job yeah it's homer's odyssey so i i don't know 
the time frame. But clearly he didn't get that job until after <laughs> Maggie was born. Yes, absolutely. So uh, Smithers comes into the uh, office and, you know, start passes out paychecks, which usually that's not how paycheck passing out happens. Well, usually it gets sent to your mail or it's in your... I don't know. I don't... I've never... Well, I guess that's not... Well, retail. No... Retail I would, went to that office and got, you know, it out of the out of the safe or whatever. Like you went yeah. to pick up your paycheck. I don't think a manager's ever come to me and been like, yep, here's your paycheck. Especially. I, mean, I think maybe back in the, I mean, cause this is what the oh God. So this is two years. So this would have been what, I guess this still would have been the the I, I guess we can say this is the early 90s maybe in the early 90s managers still handed out paychecks because i feel like that was a thing in like the 70s and 80s where managers would hand out the paychecks i guess or like do it or do like a you know mail check roll call where like they had a box and everybody was waiting for it to get handed out yeah like that not going to each room and passing them out and why is it smither oh, i guess smithers is a lackey so why not yeah but- Usually be your HR office assistant or something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Homer's, Homer gets his paycheck. He's like, yes, with my bills paid off, I can finally quit this lousy job. And he's like, but Homer, how are you going to make a living? And Homer's like, don't worry about Homer J, which I think might be the first time he's ever used his middle initial. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, he's like, I've got a plan. A plan that'll fix you good. <laughs> hey, what do we do? Sorry, that that just slipped out. I'll miss ya. Uh quitting jobs. So fun. Yep. Yeah. I don't know if I'd ever quit a well, I guess if it's a job you hate, then yeah. you know, once your debt's paid off or once you get to a financial spot where you're like, Okay, I can actually go do what Something. I wanna do. Yeah. Then quitting is fine. I mean, that's, I mean, it, it'll, I bet a lot of people are kind of like that. Like, yeah. they're like, I got to do this job for now, but this is what I really want to do. And once I get stable, yeah. then I can, then I can uh, quit this job and do what I want. Uh, but Homer definitely doesn't do it right. No. Uh, Homer goes and quits and makes an ass of himself <laughs> by uh, putting a glass of water on <laughs> Mr. Burns' desk without a coaster. It's like, shock. Yeah, he dumps out a piece of trash from the trash can. He's like, I'm going to make such a mess. And he dumps out just a single crumpled up piece of paper. Yeah. And he plays Mr. Burns's head like a bongo. And, uh, you know, Mr. Burns is like, I should be resisting this, but I'm paralyzed with rage. And Island Rhythms. God, that's hilarious. I love that so much. Because, like, yeah, like, they did a really good job of, like, getting the sound right while Homer is, like, bongoing Mr. Uh, Burns's head. Because Mr. Burns doesn't have a brain. I guess. <laughs> well, or he's just old and his brain's just very tiny. Yeah. And so Homer's driving the cart yeah. down the down the uh, thing, kind of like in the way of, like, the... the uh, what was it? The life in the fast lane thing is like yeah. driving, driving down to the driving out of the thing with, you know, Marge on the car. No, they the walked. No, no, no. They walked out of the. Oh, they did. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And, but Carl's like, way to play the boss's head like a bongo. Homer was like, he's getting pretty good sound out of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
That's great. But but like but I like how he's just driving out of the car, out of the plant with with uh with that and you know, Homer shoves Burns off the cart and tells him that's for employing me for eight years. <laughs> now <laughs> now and it sounds like you trap like the whole conversation was like, you trapped me here for eight years, but it's like no, you could have left you, whenever you, you want. You stayed at that job. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you made a choice, Homer. You could have left, even though you hated the job. You could have left. Or is like, Mister Burns, I was so incompetent. How could you have kept me around for eight years? <laughs> right, you idiot. Yeah. Um. But then you know, Homer crosses a bridge and yeah. throws a match on it, and literally burns his bridges. Yeah. Uh, with the plant. That's great. I love that. Good. Now, how is everyone else supposed to get out? I just think, well, it was a bridge over, like, a creek. The, I don't the know where the hell he was going. <laughs> yeah, that plant definitely has some weird... I mean, unless that was just a random exit. Obviously, the plant could have, like, five or six exits, maybe. Well, I'm pretty sure for... Now, granted, it is Burns, so he probably isn't going to listen to fire marshals. But for most buildings, like, for fire code safety reasons... Like a building, like a power plant, you probably need at least a good solid, like, six to eight different exits. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just so, you know, fire engines, if they have to get in or, you know, just uh, make it a little bit more safe. But, yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's other ways out than just that one bridge. Yes. Um. So the last part of Homer's plan is to ask Barney to get him a job at the Bolarama. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, I was like, hey, Barney, remember that time you said you, you asked your uncle to get me a job? Oh, yeah. And so he goes over and talks to Uncle Al. I love how, God, Uncle Al looks so close to Barney. Just the look of it is so uncanny. Yeah. And, you know, Barney's like, hey, Uncle Al, can Homer have a job? Sure. And we're like, woohoo. And he giggles and starts to dance. And Al's like, Barney, you're fired. Okay. And Barney <laughs> just walks away. Just, all right, cool. Yeah. Fam- family love, I guess. Yeah. And Al turns to Homer. Show up tomorrow, bring three rags, oh, and a change of pants. Homer's like, why? When it happens, you'll know. <laughs> why uh, does he need a change of pair of pants? Is Homer going to shit himself for something? Or, I don't uh, know. Or maybe the oil grease will get on his pants and Homer will be like, I need to change my oil, my pants. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely a possibility. Yeah. And so Homer goes home and he tells, you know, his family about getting his dream job. Okay. First off, what's your, what's your dream job? If you could do whatever for the rest of your life, what do you, what do you think you'd want? If I could do any job, um, probably my dream job would be like the head, like video production guy for the Seattle Mariners. Because then I get to watch all the Mariner, no matter if they suck or if they're good, I get to watch all the Mariner games I want. I, you know, I get to watch baseball and it would, you know, I think that would be awesome. That would be my dream job. Cool. What about, what about you? Um, I mean, I do feel myself a pretty decent actor, but I would love to just be on a crew in movie sets like every six weeks or every couple months you'd be on a new set working on working on movies helping out you know just being that go-to guy production assistant would be would be just a lot of fun i'll tell you what though they don't make a lot of money no but i don't need a lot of money just i suppose like 
Yeah, I suppose in this scenario, it's just like, okay, we have all the money we need. What do you want to do? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'd still want to, I'd still want to be the head guy. Cause that's the Homer thing. Remember, that's the Homer thing. All my bills yeah. are paid off. All my yeah. debts are paid off. That's this true. is, this is what I want to do now. This it's weird because the almost this Homer scenario makes it seem like Homer was making more money at the plant than he would have at the Bullorama, right? Yeah, but at the Bullorama, he would still make enough money that he could support his family. Exactly. No, 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 exactly. But but that's I'm thinking that's what's going on is Homer was yeah. making more money at the plant than he was going to be at the Bullorama. Yeah. But the Bullorama is his dream job, so He's going to go do it. And to be perfectly some... honest, I think that'd be kind of fun to work at a bowling alley. Yeah, I get to see how the pins are made. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, Homer tells his family parts like, wow, you're a pin monkey? Wow. Finally, I don't have to be ashamed of my father's job. <laughs> was um, he Was he really ashamed of Homer working at the power plant? I don't necessarily think so. I feel like, but here's the weird thing. I feel like. The hours would be worse because people bowl into the like you know night, the n- yeah. night, and so at least at the plant he has a nine to fiver and can yeah. come come home. It's I don't know. It's, yeah, but I mean, Homer's not a great father to begin with. Yeah, and Bart and Lisa were old enough at that point where they're like, eh, it's not as as imperative to be. Yeah. Also, I would like to point out because uh, we haven't pointed this out yet. Um, in the story that they're telling, Homer has three strands of hair on his head instead of his typical two. Yep. During the all the flashbacks, yep. all the flashback scenes, Homer has three hairs on his head. Yep. Um, and so, you know, Marge is worried they can't afford their way of life on on this new salary. Yeah. You know, Which working is at the bowling alley. Like, to be fair, if I were Marge, I would have been fucking pissed yeah. that Homer quit his job because I don't think... It does. They don't make it seem like Homer talked to Marge about this decision. Nope. Nope. But when has Homer ever talked to Marge about any decision? Mr. Plow being an astronaut, anything like then again, I don't think he made any money being an astronaut, but who knows? Um, And so to make it worse, Homer says that they can use the fancy. They can't use the fancy toilet paper anymore. You know, which makes Bart punch the wall. Um, (laughs) I guess Bart really loves toilet paper. Yeah, and only one of the kids are allowed to go to college, which both Bart and Lisa are fine with. Yeah. Because I don't think Bart was planning on going to college anyways. Nope. And so I, I wanted to point out where Bart punches the wall in the kitchen. Yeah. Is that the current location of that crack that's in the wall in the kitchen? Because uh, remember how we were always sitting at the dining room table and you look behind and there's that crack in the wall? It's possible, but I don't, like, that must be some really shitty drywall if it... If an eight-year-old can punch into it. But I almost wonder if it was like multiple punches. Like that was just the yeah. first one. The first thing that pissed off Bart it, to punch the wall. It's possible. Because I think Again, it's but, but don't, don't forget, don't forget, this is the Simpsons we're talking about. They don't necessarily do a good job of taking care of things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, um, so Homer and Marge, you know, celebrate by, you know, they're, they're happy. I mean, I yeah. guess see Marge... Yeah, Marge is kind of upset, but Homer's like, eh, let we're we're in a happy place. Let's let's celebrate yeah. by getting by getting Krusty Burger through a drive through. Yeah. Um and strolling on a beach. Yeah. Which I think the first time we saw the Springfield Beach, wasn't that the casino episode, the boardwalk? Yeah. By the way, you skipped over them going to Krusty Burger. 
Oh. Because <laughs> um, they, they're like, oh, let's go dance and have have a night out on town. And they're at the Krusty Burger in their car, eating burgers and dancing in their car to the radio. Oh, well, yeah, I said they went to the drive through and got Krusty Burger. I guess I didn't describe what they were doing in the car. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, so then they go to the beach and they're rolling around in the sand, having a good time. Kind of want to so, know where they found a babysitter for Bart and Lisa, but yeah, but here, so here's my thing. We didn't establish they had a beach yet. Be- I know they did the casino episode, but obviously that's in the future. So at no, this point, I mean, we, well, I mean, maybe the writers are like, oh, we established Springfield has a beach okay, because of the casino fair. episode. And so now they wrote this in. Okay. I guess it's fair. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, it's Lake Springfield where, I mean, look, we have, I have Lake Calhoun that has a beach. A lot of our beaches around here have, or a lot of lakes around here have smaller beaches. That looked like a pretty damn big beach. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe it was a great lake. <laughs> I don't know. Cause they're on the West coast. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Well, maybe they maybe they uh, drove to the ocean. Who knows? Maybe. I but I feel have. like they're still in Springfield. I don't know what's yes. going on with Springfield. Um, but Homer tells Marge that he has sand in his underpants. And Marge's like, yeah, so do I. So Let's they decided home. to leave. So they decided to leave the beach to go home. And then Homer runs back and puts more sand in his pants. I guess he likes the feel of it. I guess. I almost thought they were going to disrobe because of the sand in their Exactly. Clothes. I think that's what Homer was hinting at. He's like, yeah. Marge, I have sand in my crack. And Marge's like, yeah. me too. Let's go home. I yeah, think, Mar- I, think uh, I think Homer was expecting a little sexy time. Yeah. Sand. On, well, sand on the, on the beach is not fun. Like that's, no. that's not fun no. at all. No. Um, so when they come home, uh, the door, I like how they, the door they enter, you know, it's usually the bathroom door yes. to the hot, to the house. And then they, when they actually get to the bed, it's clearly the hallway behind them. Which is not right because you can see the closet door. Yeah. So, like, the door they enter to get into their bedroom, somehow they magically moved it to be the hallway when it should have been the bathroom. Yep. There is some weird shit going on in this episode. The animators are funny guys. Yeah. I, I, I had this thought while watching this episode, maybe The Simpsons isn't a comedy, maybe it's a sci-fi. Because <laughs> of all the weird shit that happens. Well, remember, remember though, this story is being told by Homer, so, and maybe, maybe the story's in his brain and his brain's just completely messed up. It's possible. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe the animators are just showing us what Homer is thinking. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm still going to blame the animators for screwing up. So anyways, okay. uh, so, you know, Homer tells Marge. Uh, so in the flashback, they're still, they're still in the flashback. Uh, Homer tells Marge he likes the way things are. And he's like, I hope nothing changes. And so, uh, and then they kind of cut to like a thing, which is supposed to represent an egg. And it says a few, a couple seconds later, and we see a bunch of Homer sperm, which also yeah. have three hairs on their head. I thought that was around. a, I think that was a good touch. Yeah. And we see Homer sperm swimming around and one of them impregnates Marge and it's like, woohoo. Yeah. And, They're all and, like horrible, horrible sperms, except for one yeah. that gets in there. 
And so then we cut to the present day where Homer's like moving his body around like a sperm. And yeah. like, he didn't have to be so graphic about it. Oh, that was great. Um, I'm assuming uh, Elliot hasn't asked you where babies come from yet. No. I'm sure it'll be a while. You think so? Maybe. I don't know what I don't know what usually the age kids ask those sort of questions. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully not for a minute. Yeah, well, it'll just, be school. School will take care of it. You better hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, guess what? You better brush up on how babies are being made, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so, uh, so yeah. So now Marge is pregnant, and uh, Lisa asks Homer if he was excited about the pregnancy, and Homer's like, "Well, I didn't know Maggie existed yet." And as he says that, he's uh, going to sit on the couch where Maggie is and he doesn't, he still doesn't know Maggie exists. And Lisa's able to grab Maggie away before Homer sits on her. And he's like, oh, hi, Maggie. And pats her on the head. Yep. <laughs> oh, Homer. Uh, and uh, he's like, he's like, there's no way he could have known that Marge was pregnant. And then we go cut back to the flashback where Homer is getting ready in the morning and Marge rushes, passes him. Rushes past him into the bathroom to throw up because she has morning sickness. Yep. And, uh, and Homer's looking all pissed. He's like, dude, I was next. What's going on? Um, I'm assuming, I, I'm assuming, you know, did you have any inkling Shay was pregnant before like you guys took the test? No, I think we just waited, you know, to three, four weeks and then took the test. Okay. But she didn't, like, get sick right away or anything, like, with any, like, pregnancy no. crap? Okay. No. I don't, I don't, like, I don't know how, like, women react to get pregnant. Like, I'm assuming everyone's different. No, I mean, I mean, you really don't start feeling anything. I mean, you really don't. No. Not until maybe, like, three months. Oh, wow. Okay. See, I learned something new every day. Yep. And so now uh, we go to Homer, uh, working at his bowling job. He's, like you know, uh, putting the balls all the same way on the conveyor belt. And then he's like spraying the shoes with the spray. And then he's like, you know, uh, so when he sprays the shoes, he's like, mm, bowling fresh. <laughs> and then we cut to him in the bathroom, throwing urinal cakes into the urinals. He's like, mm, urinal fresh. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's great. Um, and so, you know, Homer's like, he walks by the, uh, Shino Ballo and he's like, he like puts down whatever he's holding and puts his head into it. And Al comes by, he's like, Homer, did you put your head in the Shino Ballo? No. No. All right then. Carry on. I love how like Al like fixes his hair while looking into Homer's yeah. shiny well, head. Homer, like, Homer just took a ball out and he kind of does the whole look, look around. He's <laughs> like, is anyone watching me? And then sticks his head uh, in the shino ballo. I would, I would have to feel maybe that would hurt. Yeah. I've never looked inside a ball shine before. I mean, the only thing I could think of, is kind of like waxing your car. It'd be soft pads. Oh, maybe. I don't think it, I don't necessarily think it would hurt. I think it's just soft pads with wax on it that shine your ball. I don't okay. think it's any heavy machinery in there that's doing anything. Oh, okay. Um, I do like the fact that we do see, so like they start panning over the bowling alley and we do yep. see Jacques bowling. Yep. So Jacques is, in, Jacques is in Springfield at this point. Yeah. I mean, wasn't he like the, the alley's pro or whatever? 
Something like that. Yeah. So it's not far fetched that he was already around. Cause look, yeah. I mean, Maggie's only one or yeah. will be, will be one. <laughs> so even, I mean, even if during life in the fast lane, so even if yeah. Maggie's not born yet, Jacques could have just moved to Springfield or been there for a year or two. Well, so. no, Maggie was born. Maggie was alive in life in the fast lane. That's what I'm saying. Like in this flashback, Maggie isn't, is just being born. So by the time life in the fast lane hits, it's like two years. So Jacques could be in Springfield for two years. It's not like it was now, if it was like a Homer Marge high school flashback and we saw Jacques, then I'd be a little bit suspicious, but since it was only about a year and a half, I don't, I'm not too concerned. Yeah. So, uh, so then according so like, so then Homer's like talking about, I got to learn all of the secrets of the bowling alley. And according to Homer, so the pins are not, so we see, uh, somebody throw a strike. The pins are reset. Uh, what Except the pins? like one. Like one yeah. just like is grabbed and taken away and thrown outside. Yeah. So yeah. So a pin is taken. It goes down a ramp. It, it's it's thrown outside with a bunch of other pins. And on the other side of the bowling alley is a semi truck with a tree branch that like <laughs> puts it through a window. And it's like shaved down to a like the bowling pin is made there in the alley. All within probably like 10 seconds, which yeah. I don't think so. I love how like there's a guy that hand paints on the stripes to the, the bowling pin. Well, they got to be perfect. Yeah. A machine, a machine can't do that. Yeah, right. And that, and that, and that is play. Maybe it was the, I don't, I honestly don't know. Maybe it was the whole joke of it takes forever for the pins to reset in the 90s. Probably. But I can't, but I can't remember them really taking no. horribly long. Or no. maybe the joke is, you know how like every time like, it would like break down and your pins wouldn't reset. And you know what? Yeah. A guy would have to go back there and figure out what was going on. Yeah. Maybe that yeah. was kind of the, kind of the joke. The like, Oh, they had yeah. to make a new pin to go into the yeah. thing. Uh, and so like Homer's, you know, he's talking but we, about beat, but, but we cut back and Homer's like sitting on the lane, like watching the pins oh. reset. So I think it was just a, I think it was like a Homer's imagination. I don't think Homer. Yeah actually that was prob- what happened but i think it was homer's not. imagination of what happened probably so homer you know is talking about being in heaven he's like if horse racing is the sport of kings then surely bowling is a very good sport as well yes <laughs> <laughs> and so now we get a tv moment yeah uh, so uh this is reminiscent of the opening to the Mary Tyler Moore show. So Homer is like dancing around singing, I'm gonna make it after all. And he finishes with a flourish and dancing and he throws the bowling ball <laughs> into the air. Just like Mary's hat in the opening of the Mary Tyler Moore show. She's like happy and she, and then it freeze frames Yeah, uh, in the Mary Tyler Moore show it does. And, but in the Simpsons land, the bowling ball that Homer threw in the air crashes to the ground making a crater in the bowling lane dude that's yeah. gotta be expensive as shit to fix i don't i don't think al would be very happy no no he would not be so then we cut to marge who goes to uh dr hibbert um to find out that she is pregnant and doctor's haircut in the flashback is modeled after arsenio Hulse uh hairstyle yep. Because in every flat, because in every flashback of The Simpsons so far, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Doctor Hibbert has a different hairstyle. Yes, yes, he does. Well, maybe, maybe he was just trying something out every time. That was the style at the time. <laughs> uh, and so Marge is like, 
she's like, well, I don't know if we can afford this pregnancy. And Hibbert's like, well, you can always sell the baby for upwards of $60,000. And Marge <laughs> is like, what did you say? It was simply a test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dr. I, Hibbert. I didn't realize Dr. Hibbert was shady like that. Sell a baby. I don't know. Well, I mean, I know when you, I don't, I don't know if uh, d- uh, adopting a kid is that ex- I know adopting a kid is expensive. I don't know if it's $60,000. Oh expensive. yeah. No, I have is a it? friend from, oh yeah. I have a friend from high school. Her and her husband adopted and I think they spent spent somewhere between seventy thousand to a hundred k to adopt. To, uh, what the fuck was it? Because they not have a kid, or I I think they adopted because they couldn't have a kid. Okay, but Jesus, how do you even afford that shit? Now you have to raise the kid. You just yeah. spent that money on the kid. Well, I feel look, like how... that money should go towards. I feel like that money should go towards everything for the kid. Well, look, how much did you do? You know how much you relatively spent for Shay to have a kid uh like the hospital bills and everything yeah uh with i mean obviously with insurance in there maybe seven to eight thousand yeah that's it for the hot for the hospital for the hospital stay the birth all the drugs i mean was well that with i guess insurance? all the was that yeah with that's with insurance with insurance yeah so yeah imagine what it's like to have a kid without insurance yeah but they're not having a kid <laughs> they're going to a place saying hey can i have a kid i mean i don't understand what the 100k goes towards administration fees what i mean look i knew it was expensive to adopt a kid because i've i've seen I've, yeah you know heard about it but 100k i don't understand what those fees could possibly go towards administration fees i guess i don't i don't know i'd love to see a i'd love to see an invoice like a detailed yeah. invoice of what that 100k is going towards if you guys you're, are the, you're in basically our... you're basically buying a baby yeah I know. what are you paying for are you paying for the woman's like birth stuff I, like i mean like you the should hospital be fees and everything i mean maybe you shouldn't be if you're adopting a kid look, look i could see if it's like a surrogate mother like not yeah. adopting. I'm not saying going to an adoption agency and adopting. I'm saying you found a surrogate mother to have your kid. Yes. Then I'd say, okay, let's pay for everything. And yeah, it might be around hundred K, but if you're going to a building and looking through a catalog to pick your baby, <laughs> I, I don't understand how it could be that much, but I digress. Okay. So, um, okay, maybe, you know, okay. Maybe, okay. Maybe I might've been wrong on how much they spent. I, I could be misremembering. So the t- uh, this is for Wisconsin, which is where they live. Uh, okay. The typical typical cost for domestic infant adoption is between twelve and twenty five thousand dollars, and oh, okay. a private adoption somehow is a relatively kind of cheaper, depending on what it is. It's between ten thousand and thirty thousand. Um, okay, so you so went may- crazy. It, it is possible. Now this is typical costs. So it is possible maybe they spent 70000 and it could have been a private adoption. Maybe. I so don't know. If you, guys out in our, if you guys out in our audience know or have adopted anyone, shoot us an yeah. email. TheSimpsonsDidItPod at gmail.com and let us yeah. know. All right. So um, Marge is, you know, tells Bart and Lisa about the pregnancy. And yeah. Marge's like, so in a few months, both of you will have a brand new brother or sister. <laughs> and Bart's like, eh, been there, done that. <laughs> and Lisa's like, I hope it's a girl. 
Bart's like, you know nothing about genetics, Lise. It goes, boy, girl, boy, girl. <laughs> that's not how it works, Bart. Nope, that's it's, not how it works. It's also the myth, like, one, te- one, one testicle produces the girl sperm and the other one produces the boy sperm. Yeah, I don't think that's how that works either. Or, you know, the time of day or what position you're in. Yeah, but Bart's like, eh, I've already had a kid. <laughs> but Lisa's more excited because she hasn't been around for a new baby. She was yeah. the new baby. Yeah. So she's she's obviously more excited than Bart is. Yeah. And, you know, Lisa Lisa comes to the realization that uh, Marge is nervous about telling Homer uh, because Marge <laughs> has been in Lisa's room for four hours. I just wanted to hang out with you kids for four yeah. hours. I mean, there's nothing better more than a mom wanting to hang out with her kids for four hours. I think that's a much. Well, guess what? We're going to be doing we we, we yeah. do that on a yearly basis when we go to baseball games. Yep. I don't even hang out with mom for four hours unless we go to like the zoo or something. I don't think yeah. I spend more than like in a day, like in a day where I yeah. wake up at six to when I go to bed at, you know, 10, 30, 11. In that whole day on a normal, typical day that she's here, I don't think I spend even close to four hours physically in the same room as her. I, I, I try to, I try to, uh, like, yeah, when I go visit our parents, typically I probably spend about maybe two to three hours seeing them and then I'm off to Ryan's usually. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so Marge walks into the bedroom and she wants to talk to Homer, but Homer's praying. Yeah. Uh, cause obviously he's a good Christian, right? Um, sure. <laughs> Homer's like, dear Lord. The gods have been gods. I (laughs) I didn't even catch that. Nice. Uh, The gods have been good to me and I'm thankful. What does he think? He's a poo. Um, For the the first time in my life, everything is absolutely perfect. Just the way it is. So here's the deal. You freeze everything as it is. And I won't ask for anything more. If that's okay, please give me absolutely no sign. (laughs) And nothing happens. He pauses. Yep. Okay. Deal. In gratitude, I present you this offering of cookies and milk. If you want me to eat them, eat them for you. Uh, give me no sign. That will be done. <laughs> I love the joke. I love that. That is awesome that Homer points out that obviously nothing happens when you yeah. say a prayer. Like, that's yeah. that's perfect. I absolutely love that. That is, that is fantastic. But maybe he's um, blaspheming because, you know, Marge is pregnant. Maybe. Because <laughs> you know he wouldn't let he wouldn't let Marge give tell him that she was pregnant. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. And so we see that Marge is going to talk to Selma and Patty, who are you know smoking in front of Marge, which fucking assholes. Yep. And you know Marge coughs, and you hear the baby <laughs> in uh, Marge's belly cough. Um. Yeah, that's Patty and Selma should definitely know better. Bunch of assholes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, Marge, Marge doesn't want Patty and Selma to tell Homer because then Homer would be devastated because of Homer's <laughs> new life. And yeah. Patty and Selma, you know, go to leave. But Marge stops them because of their devious looking looks on their face like, ah, we won't tell Homer. <laughs> but they didn't promise to tell anyone else. So yeah. Patty, Patty and Selma go home, crack open the phone book. And you see a Aaron A. Aronson, which is... Uh, what we is the first name in the phone book when Lisa in Sideshow Bob Roberts is calling when they go or not calling, but looking for the election results. Yes. So I thought that was a neat, uh, neat thing. The phone book obviously right. hasn't changed in. Uh, oh, well, I guess it would only be like a couple, a couple years, of years, right? Because they don't because yeah. they don't age. So a yeah. couple of years. Phone, phone book didn't change. 
probably by much, but I love the whole like time camera use where it seems like Patty and Selma are literally calling everyone in the phone book. And you, and you see Patty at the desk, like, I just thought you'd want to know that Marge is pregnant and then hangs up the phone. It's like there. We told uh, A. Aaron, like A. Aronson and what was it Z? Something with a Z last name. Yeah, I don't and he's like those are the two biggest gossips in Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was great. I I love that. That was, that. Cool. That was really cool camera work. Really, really made me think that they were calling everyone in the phone book. Yeah, um, that was and good. so and so now we get the news of Marge's pregnancy spreading around town like wildfire. And yep. obviously Homer's still unaware. Um, yep. So as he's walking home from the Bolorama, Homer's like, ah, another perfect day in my perfect life with my perfect job. And Chief Wiggum <laughs> pulls up to him. Hey, just heard the news over the squawk box. That's nice work, Homer. Homer's like, thank you. Thank you very much. It is nice work. I don't know what he was <laughs> thinking. His walking down the street. I don't know. Yeah. And then Apu's like, oh, Mr. Simpson, I have just heard about the little bundle of joy. Congratulations, sir. And Homer's like, it's true. The bundle is little, but I'm not in it for the money. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what he was. Unless he was thinking his job was a little bundle. I don't know. I guess. And then Moe's like, hey, Homer, way to get Marge pregnant. (laughs) And Homer's like, this is getting very abstract, but thank you. I do enjoy working at the bowling alley. It's like his brain doesn't want to process it yet. Yet. It, it doesn't want to process it yet. Yeah. And so, and so we see Marge getting home from running errands to a surprise baby shower. And I love the fact that Ruth Powers is in yeah. the house, even though she has not moved next door yet. She hasn't moved in next door yet. How is so she So the there? only explanation I've, I've seen that kind of makes sense, but not really, is that Ruth Powers used to live in Springfield. Which I don't think she did because I think oh, did, she episode, moved, did she move back to Springfield? That's what the explanation was, is that she used to live in Springfield, moved away and then moved back. But I feel like I remember in that episode. But that, she's not a friend of Marge yet. Like, there'd be yeah, no she reason didn't know for her Marge. In, there'd be no reason for her to be invited, even yeah. as a second guy, as a plus one. There'd yeah, be there's literally no reason for her to be in that house. Yeah. Yeah, so, so another continuity error. I think I feel like this is the start of really the start of the Simpsons animators and writers not giving two shits about continuity anymore. Well, no, not necessarily that. I don't think, but remember when animation I think went digital. I think it actually was a little bit better, just because they didn't have to draw, they didn't have to think, they didn't have to. What does that have are, to do with the continuity? I don't know. Well, I mean, remember <laughs> continuity. I mean, there's two different types of continuity, though. There's continuity where something doesn't make sense because of the story. And then there's artist Which is what this is. Yeah. Well, no, this, I don't know. This could be more artist continuity because the script could literally say Marge walks into a group of her friends and the animators were like, oh, Ruth Powell's like, not really. They didn't, that wasn't in the script. The, The script probably didn't say draw all these characters draw Marge's friends. No, but I, I still think, but also, and we'll get into it in a few minutes, but I also think it's writer continuity in the way, the way it's, you know, drawn because they didn't look back at what the old stuff was. 
No, the animators didn't. That's what I'm saying. The, the, the writers were like, just write a room of Marge's friends. The animators were probably thinking Ruth Powers is one of Marge's friends. I am friends. talking about later in the episode. Oh. Not this part. Oh, okay. Later. Okay. Um, and so, uh, you know, Marge doesn't like the idea of having a baby shower because she hasn't told Homer yet. And yeah. he'll be home any minute. Yeah. And we see the wind blowing the front door open because <gasps> we, we just... Yeah, we, Marge must have not shut the door all the way. No. And then Homer runs into the door because it's windy outside. Yeah, yeah Marge, shot, Marge is like, oh, I'm going to close the door now. And then Homer yeah. like, busts through. Because it's windy outside. Yeah. And, you know, Homer sees the baby shower. He's like, why is Marge being showered, showered. with <laughs> gifts with these baby-sized <laughs> gifts? <laughs> oh, well. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'll be in the, if you need me, I'll be in the tub. And then Maude congratulates Homer on the new job. That was great. Like yeah. the first person to actually like recognize Homer for like yeah. a new job, the new job. And, uh, and Marge was like, oh, Marge is pregnant. Cause that's what Homer <laughs> thinks his new job is going to be is, uh, yeah. is doing that. And, uh, you know, Homer, you know, is now like sitting on the couch with uh, Marge. Uh, and... No, you skip. No, he. Uh, well, he skip. He like runs upstairs screaming. Well, yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, I guess so. I I thought that was after after he ripped his hair out. No, like, part... well, no, because Mod's like, oh, Homer, congratulations on the new job, and he's like, Marge is pregnant, and then he like runs upstairs. Yeah. So, uh, so then Marge and Homer are sitting on the couch and they're, you know, you know, kind of having their kind of disagreement with the new baby. And, you know, this is where Homer, you know, rips out his extra hair, just (laughs) one hair out of his head. And, uh, and Bart's like, wow, dad, you really threw a tantrum like a little sissy girl. And, uh, you know, then it's revealed this episode, Homer lost his hair by tearing out you know, his hair for each time Marge got pregnant. All right. For... All right. We got to stop with this because this scene right here is so goddamn wrong. <laughs> this pisses me off. So as Steve mentioned, we get scenes of Homer tearing out his hair. Cause Marge, you know, says, Oh, you know, I'm pregnant. And he screams. So when Homer finds out about Lisa, he was upstairs in the bathroom with Bart when Bart was flushing his keys down the toilet in Lisa's first word. They yep. weren't sitting on the couch. They were in the house, right? I think they got the house after they had Bart. No, 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 no. Lisa. Lisa's pregnant. They were at the apartment still That's right. when Bart was flushing the keys down the toilet. Okay. So, yeah, they're still living at the apartment. Yep. So how the hell do you fucking mess that up? <laughs> And so Marge says that when Homer found out she was pregnant with any of the kids, he would pull off his hair and scream and run. And that doesn't happen. And I married Marge because I think they just find out and Homer's like, he was okay with it. I don't think he was too. I I can't remember that episode. I mean, didn't he find out in Dr. Hibbert's office? Yeah, they were in Dr. Hibbert's office. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he was fine. Lisa's first words. He was pretty happy about it and so uh oh yeah and i married marge dr hibbert tells homer and marge that she is pregnant 
which Homer exclaims, "Doe!" So he doesn't yep. rip out his hair. No. And then, in, and then, as I said before, in Lisa's first words, Mar- uh, when Marge tells Homer he's actually happy, but he gets angry because Bart yeah. flushes his keys. So yep. this is a writing continuity error. This one be- is, yeah, because they should have known what the hell their backstories were. Nope. No, and I'm guessing, yeah, so this this instant, this would be writers telling the animators to write this as part of the story. I hate it. I don't like it. <laughs> it's like it's like when they made Homer a child of the 90s. No, he was not a child of the 90s. Like they did, like, what was it, this past season, right? Because, uh, like, so many people. Two seasons ago. Because, like, pe- so many people were pissed that they put Homer in the 90s. Yeah. But he's a child of the, the 70s, actually. Yeah. Like. No, bad writers. He didn't tear out his hair because of kids. He just probably lost it because he's Homer Simpson and he works at a new. Well, he's stress. Yep. Bad. I hate it. I don't like it. And, and, and I, again, as I said, like two minutes ago, this is the start of like the continuity issues with the Simpsons. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, so. Yeah, so, you know, Homer explains why he pulled out his hair, and I love how, uh, um, oh, no, oh, yeah, so when Homer rips out his hair, he's like, well, who wouldn't be upset? That new baby in your mother's womb was a ticking time bomb, threatening to blow the family eight ways from Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he just, he doesn't want the baby, because he's got this perfect life, he's Mapped yep. out the budget with two kids and a wife. Like, yep. Hey, Homer, yeah. don't have passionate sex with your wife if you don't want a third <laughs> child. Come on. Well, maybe he figured because he worked at the power plant, his sperm did work. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be finally sterile. Well, his sperm did look pretty fucked up. Yeah. So, uh, so as Homer is trying to explain to the kids why he pulled out his hair, the kids get up to leave the room. Homer's like, "Hey, where are you going?" Dad, you can't expect a person to sit here for 30 minutes straight, which is a little nod to like viewers watching TV, yep. which is great. Elisa's like, I'm going to get a snack and maybe go to the bathroom. March is like, I'll stay here, but I'm going to think about products I might like to purchase. And she just sits there and starts thinking, he's like, ooh, I'd like to buy that. Yep. No, <laughs> I, I, I think it's great. Like, especially now with the Disney plus thing where we don't have to, like, there's no commercials. Oh yeah. I think it's even better because man, you sent <laughs> me to sit here and watch this whole episode. I'm going to pause it and go to the bat. Like, I think it's funny because commercials always kicked in. So you can go to yeah. the bathroom, grab something to eat, do something before the show started again. Yeah. But you had a rush. Cause you didn't know how long at the time you didn't know how long those commercial breaks were going to last. No, you Espe- did. Especially as a kid nowadays, especially since I work for a television station, um, I can tell you this much, a majority of commercial breaks in prime time run roughly between three to four minutes, depending on the break, because, uh, sometimes it's just a national break and usually within each, uh, T like T- TV series will be also like a local commercial break. And those usually run for about a minute and a half, but those are tacked on to the national break. But okay. nobody watches, nobody, no, I, I can't imagine too many, like, people our age watch primetime television, like, as yeah. it's airing. No, like, I've pretty much stopped. I mean, I sports are the only thing I watch exactly. live nowadays. Like, that's that's about it. Like, I mean, live TV is, I'd say live TV is dead. 
No, I don't think it's dead. I, a lot of old people still watch it. Like, I mean, our parents still watch primetime television. Weirdos. I mean, they're old. Um, but, you know, I kind you know, I do watch a lot of the shows at my TV station only because I'm stuck there and I have nothing better to do. Exactly, so like, yeah. so like that doesn't I mean, count. That doesn't count at all. <laughs> I'm still watching it. Sure. I mean, depending on like, cause like Mondays, unfortunately is the, the bachelor or bat. Well, now it's the bachelorette, but like, I'll watch it and just like may uh, like, you know, like uh mystery science theater 3000. Yeah. The TV, the old TV show where they're watching horrible movies and commentating over that. I do that with The Bachelorette. It's hilarious. Nice. Um, and so, you know, now we uh, get Homer, come back. Homer's uh, freaking out about the new baby. And his head literally explodes. And the reason for this is because Bart took over the story. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you guys don't know funny. Yep. So I, I like, and, and I think this is where it comes in to coming up with uh, Homer trying to help uh, Al and get more business yep. um, because there's been so much unreliable narration because you have Bart, you have Homer, you know, Homer saying I kicked terrorist ass and then Bart yep. taking over, making his head explode. And I love how like we go back where, and Homer stills missing his head and Marge's like, yeah, Homer, you still had a head. <laughs> yeah. It's like, bloop. Um, and so Homer, you know, in the story, um, Marge is like suggesting to him to ask for a raise, which, okay. Yeah. You're going to have a new baby. And so Homer goes back to the bowling alley to ask Al for a raise. But Al's like, man, Homer, I wish I could give you one, but I just can't afford it. Which yep. it's a bowling. I mean, I guess in the mid nineties, you probably got a decent amount of, I, I guess maybe your busy time is like Friday nights and Saturday nights. Well, no, bowling you in a bowling league. league? But my, uh, yeah, but that was like Saturdays. Saturdays were okay. always the busiest. Yeah, Sundays were always the busiest. But I mean, there were league nights every night of the week. So I would say five to six o'clock to, you know, midnight, I guess okay. was probably the bowling alley's busiest time throughout the week. Most, I mean, our bowling alley that's right over by my house has a restaurant that's yeah. really phenomenal. They have cornhole. They have other stuff to do besides bowling. Bowling alley yeah. always, always did birthday. Now, I think at some point in the early 2000s, bowling alleys became a little passe and started to tailor down yeah. a little bit. But I think in the last, like, well, minus COVID, I think in the last, like, yeah. five years, I think it's really started to make a huge comeback for stuff to do. And maybe that's just millennials well, think wanting to do things from the 90s. I don't know. Maybe. Well, plus, you know, bowling is kind of uh, a cheaper alternative to like yeah. doing other stuff. So, yep. Um, so uh, Homer asks Al, he's like, well, if I tripled your business, could I get a raise then? And um, before Al could speak, Homer's like, shh, shh, shh. And, and he like, he just shushes Al. And then we get kind of get a montage of like Homer researching <laughs> on how to bring money to the bowling alley. So the first thing we see Homer does is he reads the book Advanced Marketing and it's too hard. So he throws it in the trash can and he uh, he reads Beginning Marketing. But apparently that was too hard because that one ends up in the, the trash and he pulls out the dictionary and finds the word marketing and reads the definition. Now, this scene, I'm, wasn't this in another episode? Like when I saw this scene, I'm like, 
didn't Homer do this in another scene where he did the shotgun thing at the bowling alley? Or was this the only episode that that happens and I'm thinking it happened in another episode? I think you're thinking this happened in another episode. Okay, because I just like, I'm like, I was like, I was having deja vu. I'm like, I could have sworn this happened in another episode. Maybe I'm I'm wrong. I think you're wrong. So, uh, so, so Homer comes up. uh, So Homer's like just sitting at the table, sees the bowling ball. Looking at a bowling ball. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like, I got it. So we cut to the next scene and Homer's marketing solution is to shoot a shotgun in the air. Like, get your bowling here. Get your bowling here. And he's like shooting off the shotgun, but like people run away scared. And Lisa interrupts and she's like, Marge, make him tell the story right. And Marge is like, that's what really happened. Yeah. Uh, And Homer's like, I attracted a record number of police, but none of them stayed to bowl. Nope. Yeah. Homer tried. He tried and he failed. The lesson here is never try. Try. Yep. Words of Homer (laughs) to live by. Um, So at the Bolarama, you know, Homer's like, I got to quit. I got to go crawling back to my old job. And, and, you know, everyone's sad to see him go because Homer was like literally the life of the party there. Everyone liked him. And so he got everyone like got together and got him a nice satin jacket that said, uh, sorry, you had to split two pins, (laughs) a split. That was good. I, that's yeah. a classic. I want that jacket, actually. I feel like that, that'd be a really cool jacket. That would be a cool jacket. Yeah. And so, you know, Homer says goodbye to the little kid named Joey. He says, don't worry, Homer. <laughs> we'll make it to California someday. And then he starts coughing like he's sick. And I, was that like Tiny Tim or like what? Um, I, I, really... I, I, I saw somewhere that that was supposed to be a reference to, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Gone in the Wind? No. Okay. What is it called? Is that what the name of the movie is called? Gone in the Wind? Uh, yeah. Gone with the Wind. Okay. Gone with the Wind. That's what the word is. Yeah. I heard that was that that was the reference, but I feel like that's more of like a Tiny Tim reference. That's what I was thinking, but yeah, I can't quite, I, I don't know. Um, and then the bowlers uh, yeah. said they were going to be sad with Homer gone, and they decided to, you know, lift their spirits. They're like, hey, <laughs> let's go bowling. Because now Homer's gone, and yeah. And so Homer, you know, walks back to the plant, you know, and he's like, "Uh uh-oh, looks like acid rain again. And he puts on a mask. And then... Because that's going to help you? Yep. And I I love the sad rain cloud following Homer, because after he gets... Like, he gets beyond the gate, and the acid rain burns away his jacket. Yeah. And then, like... But nothing else, by the way. But nothing else, just just the jacket. Maybe he was wearing lead uh, lead clothes. The jacket was satin, but he was wearing lead clothes. I don't know. But but I like the fact that after his jacket's gone, the next scene where he's walking into the building, it's not raining anymore. Yeah, like like it's like they did the joke to burn the jacket, which is good. But but I think I don't know if it was like that sad rain cloud thing where the sad rain cloud follows you, but then it should have followed him right into the building. Kind of of weird. Um, but yeah. then Homer goes, you know, Homer goes to the receptionist and, uh, when Homer comes back, he, uh, he's like through that door, he's like, uh, are you a new applicant? No, I came crawling back and he sent through a door labeled a- or sent past the door labeled applicants, 
to a small doggy door labeled supplicants. <laughs> and I don't know how supplicant. I don't know, but I don't know how long this tunnel is. I thought it was like a, just a doggy door in a Burns's office. Yeah. But we cut to the other side and Homer is like covered in dust, cobwebs and coughing. <laughs> like, I'm like, how long was this tunnel? Like, it looks like it should have been just a doggy door to the other side. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how long this tunnel was, but man, I don't know. Did a little like loop-de-loop maze. I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, as- you got to punish, you got to punish him for coming, crawling back. Yep. And then when Mr. Burns sees Homer, he says, so coming, crawling back a eh? not who are you and why are you yeah. in my office? I was almost <laughs> so apparently Burns that. does know who Homer is only. Well, when I guess. No, crossed. well, no, because I mean, if you're crawling through the door, you know, Mr. Burns probably just assumed he used to work there. Maybe I, yeah. Well, yeah, it's possible. But... He doesn't remember who Homer is, but because Homer came crawling through a doggy door, he's like, oh, this person used to work here because they were sent through the doggy door. Yeah. I mean, it's been what I would say. It's been about nine-ish months, maybe yeah. 10 months. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'd say nine or 10 months. Um, So Burns might have remembered him. But, yeah, Homer has yet to be remembered thus far. So I don't know why yeah. it would be why it would yeah. be uh, right now. Um, and... Uh, uh, Homer, Homer got you know, his job back. Get, yep, Homer wants to get his job back. And he's like, thanks for giving me my old job back, Mr. Burns. Um, uh, he's like, I'm afraid it's not that, that simple. As punishment for your decision, it's company policy to give you the plague. <laughs> the plague. <laughs> I think Mr. Burns might have just misspoke. I don't know. But I don't, but no, I don't like, think so. Uh, Nope. He's like, no, well, I might have missed because Mrs. Smith, I, I expected Mr. Smith to say, oh, we can't do that anymore. But he's like, uh, sir, that's the plaque. It's like, <laughs> oh, ah, yes. The special demotivational plaque to break what's left of your spirit. <laughs> Don't forget, you're here you're forever. Here forever. And there's been so many memes of covering up the letters throughout the years of making oh, it yeah. say different things. Uh, there's the one that says, uh, what is, I can't remember right now. We'll, we'll go past that. Um, but then, uh, Homer goes home and tries to bury his feelings upon, you know, seeing Marge and he tells her it's been, uh, been nothing but bad luck since she got pregnant. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Homer's life is kind of completely crumbled, but Marge tells Homer that her contractions are now an hour apart, which that means, yeah, you should probably get to the hospital. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, uh, it's like, why? And I, I saw like, in that shot, I saw a picture of, I looked like sp- spitting image of Maggie hanging. So on the wall. here's the thing. So yeah, you mentioned that to me and maybe it's just a picture of Lisa that makes her look like Maggie. Maybe God, I mean, I I don't know. I I want to go if you animation. Look... Well, no, throughout this entire episode, it's been total shit of animation. I'm gonna I'm gonna go animation air. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go that nah. route because it's so far been shit with the animation. Uh nah, because when we see Maggie being born, she does have pointy hair like Lisa, and now that she's like a full grown baby, her head is exactly like Lisa's. So. I, I I'm Lisa, not gonna go Lisa animation. Ma- I don't know. Lisa and Maggie have two completely different looks. Even when Maggie's one and Lisa's eight, their looks are different. Not not I guess like Elliot's. 
facials did change over the years. So maybe. Exactly. So I'm going to say they looked exactly alike as babies. And that's just a picture of Lisa. All right. Even though I think, even though I think, so I read somewhere that one of the Simpsons writers tweeted out about, I think it was that animation error. So maybe it was an animation error, but I like to think that it was just a picture of Lisa and she looked exactly like Maggie as a baby. Maybe. Um, and so now we cut to the hospital uh, where Quimby has a, is having an illegitimate child. <laughs> and, the, and he's like, oh, don't you think the, the your wife would want to hold? And Quimby's like, ah, get out of here. He hands the baby back and, and books it. Uh, and then we see yeah. the sea captain also having a kid. Um where is who's that kid? Who's well? Who? Where is that? Maybe it's that sneaky Pete, and from remember the future uh, where Krusty fakes his own death, and it's like the little sneaky Pete kid that's kind of dressed like Krusty in the shop. Oh yeah, maybe. maybe maybe that maybe that's the sea captain's kid. But who's it's the possible. sea captain married to, and who's he, who's having sex with him? Although I mean, he's I'm a sea sure captain. I mean, would. yeah, he's a sea captain. They usually get a little bit lucky. Um, yeah. and then, you know, now Homer's, you know, feigning his excitement, you know, as Marge is, is <laughs> giving birth and, uh, yeah. he's like, yeah, he's like, Hey, it's wonderful. It's magical. Oh boy. Here it comes. Another mouth. And then, uh, <laughs> Dr. Herbert tells Homer that they have a healthy baby and, you know, Homer gives it a woohoo thumbs up. And we see Maggie grab his thumb, which is so cute, even though babies can't yeah. don't have any Crip. any any yeah. notice whatsoever <laughs> of what's going on when they're just born. But cute nonetheless. Yeah. I will give him that. Yeah. And you know, Homer's like, Oh, it's a boy. And what a and what, what a, a wonderful <laughs> what, what do you say? What a what, what a boy a, it is. What a boy it is. And Dr. Herbert's like, that's the umbilical cord. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Homer. And, you know, Marge, Marge and Homer kiss and Maggie, you know, wants attention. So from birth, Maggie's just not getting the attention she deserves. Um, yeah. And then she's like, ah, and grabs a pacifier from wherever. And that's where Maggie gets her pacifier from. <laughs> what? Apparently? Yep. This story was exactly about how Maggie got her pacifier. Right? That was the whole point of the story. It's how Maggie got I her pacifier. Know. No. Okay. No, nope. the know. whole, but you know, no, no, I'm getting to it right now. So this was the purpose of literally the whole episode. This is where the story was going right here. And, you know, Lisa mentions to Homer, uh, uh, Lisa mentions that Homer loved Maggie from the start. And, you know, Bart's like, yeah, but why are there no pictures of her? <laughs> We've come yeah. full circle folks. And, Homer explains, oh, they're where I need it the most. And all of, you know, Maggie's pictures are at the plant covering up his yep. plaque. So it reads, do it for her. And uh, that that's that's the one I was thinking that someone someone posted a meme where it's do her. And it was a picture of the of oh, women okay. covering up all the. <laughs> so uh, dumb. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, uh, great closing. I mean, I. I can't give it a five. It's definitely not my favorite episode. I'm going to go for mm, sprinkles. I think it's, it's a really classic episode. It finishes up the story of, 
where all the kids came from, which is really cool. You know, I love Homer having his dream job for a little bit. Um, yeah. Obviously him getting frustrated, you know, for having a third kid, which he wasn't planning on. I think that was well, well written. Uh, yeah. I mean, there, I, I don't know if I could say there was classic lines in this, in this episode, but I just think it's a feel good story. No, it really of, isn't. I think, I think it's just a feel good story of how, you know, Homer came to be appreciative of Maggie which as I mean, through season six so far, we can, there's definitely scenes and episodes <laughs> where Maggie's non-existent, like the hockey episode where, you know, what has Maggie yeah. done lately except save Homer from getting hit in the head with a beer bottle. But this, I think that's yeah, why know. this episode, I know, but I think this might be why this episode might've come because they're like, let's give Maggie kind of a happy. A no, happy this episode story. came because they already told the first two stories of how they had the kids. <laughs> Fair enough. But no, I'm gonna literally say the reason they had this episode. Um, man, this is this is tough because on the one hand, it's an okay story. I mean, Homer is an unreliable narrator, but <laughs> man, there's so many animation errors and continuity errors, especially with them. You know, oh yeah, Homer really pulled out his hair. When he heard the kid, you know, when they, when, when he heard Marge was pregnant, even though we have it in canon, that's not what happened. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I don't know. It's, it's a good episode. Uh, you know, the plaque at the end is iconic for the, you know, him covering it up and saying, do it for her. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can get past the animation and the continuity errors, so I'm gonna give it a three. Don't have a cow man. It's a good uh, episode. It's but there's nothing. There's one thing memorable about it, and that's the end. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't I don't really think if you're gonna have a great episode that the end should be the most memorable part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it is funny how long it took for the, the whole episode to come full circle, but it did like yeah. Bart remind, like at the end, I love Bart at the end of the episode. Yeah. But why yeah. are there no pictures of Maggie? Oh, right. Yeah. That was the whole point of this story. So yeah, I'm going to go three. Don't have a comment. As you said, there's like no memorable quotes. It's not, it's not an episode. Like when I saw this, I'm like, Oh yeah. The do it for her plaque. That's the only thing I really remembered going into this, oh, episode. this episode. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like, well, let's finish it off with our let's finish it off with our character profile. This week we have someone very special, very special. Yes, he very, makes a, very. Thir- a five second appearance in the in the show. Um, yeah. And this is night nightboat nightboat. Very important. This is Homer's yes. favorite show right now. So yeah. we got a profile nightboat. His identity <laughs> is a talking boat on television. <laughs> His alias the crime solving boat. Uh, his specialty, catching starfish poachers and various other sea scum. Chasing, yeah. not catching. Oh, sorry, chasing. Well, he yeah. does. I think he catches them eventually, right? Unless they the go on boat land. doesn't catch. And then he's the boat doesn't. <laughs> no, because there's always a canal or an inlet yep. or a river. No, but the boat doesn't catch him. Michael does. Yeah. Uh, yes, and to that, his skipper is Michael. And yep. his attitude is touchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, AI boats can be very touchy. 
Um, Apparently. Yep. And remember, you don't have to yell, Michael. I'm all around you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, uh, what was his, uh, who played in Knight Rider? Uh, David Hasselhoff, right? Yeah. Is David Hasselhoff. I don't think he ever, did yeah. he ever yell at Kit? I can't remember. I, I, it's been so long since I've ever seen an episode of, of Knight Rider. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, fun episode. Uh, not as not a memorable one. Would I watch it? I think I would. But, um, yeah. but yeah. So let's finish it off with where you can find us. Head over to Instagram, the Simpsons Did It Pod. Um, you can check us out on YouTube to check out all of our older episodes. The Simpsons, just search Simpsons Did It Pod. Make sure to like, subscribe, so we get more viewers and uh, subscribers. That'd be great. Uh, you can email us, uh, the Simpsons Did It Pod at gmail.com. Uh, if you have anything uh, you want to tell us or give us compliments, um, you can also call us 612-584-0986 to give us that feedback and also, you know, let Jaden LeBron know uh, how awesome he did as our uh, voicemail messenger. Um, so until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.